Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Bolin, alongside you either love him or you love to hate him, the critic, <laughs> Braxton Taylor. Wow, that's one way to describe me, I guess. <laughs> Who loves to hate me? I don't know. I just figure somebody <laughs> that, out there. I'm sure. That's I mean, hurtful. I, I, but I, think, that's I think most people love you, but you know, there's probably somebody out there that really loves to hate you. I don't well, know. that's probably true. I mean, it's probably true for all of us, right? And whoever does come forward, I'll fight you right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I called you the critic because, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Because we'll get of to our it. main topic? My, our main topic okay. today, I, I feel, um, you know, I think Bra- Braxton's going to have some critical things to say, so we'll, mm. we'll see. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Um, but uh, that's just a little little sneak peek for where, where we're headed. But um, we do have some exciting things that we're going to talk about today. We are going to cover some of the D23 announcements and say, well, that's kind of old news. Well, yeah, but we haven't had a podcast since then. So, <laughs> yeah. so we're going to still touch on it. We got some uh, casting updates for the Acolyte. And our main topic, talking all about episodes one through three of Andor. So you'll want to stick around this whole episode. We're going to have a fun time, have a lot of good discussion here. But uh, first and foremost, before we get into any of that, we do want to say a gigantic thank you to thank our... Thank you. <laughs> a huge thank you to <laughs> our very huge, Patreon think, yeah. members. Now, yeah, now, now you can say a huge thank you, Brett. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll take it. Um, but no, we we love our our Patreon producers. Braxton, do you want to tell them about how they can be a Patreon producer? Sure. Um, so yeah, um, hold on, give me. A cl- I think I'm too far from the mic. Here we go. Um, so basically, we have a Patreon, right? And we have a uh, a link tree, of course, that's on all of our social medias that you can go. That's going to have access to obviously our Patreon, but it's going to also have access to a few different things: our YouTube, our other social medias, our uh, merch shop, which you know still exists, it's still out there. Where you would maybe at some point in the future add some things to it. But anyway, we we're talking about to, Patreon we'll see, though, <laughs> and so you can access that and that. Patreon has a single tier, which is only five measly dollars. Oh, only five dollars? Only five dollars. And what can that get you? Well, that is going to get you a few different things here. So if you are just craving, you're just foaming at the mouth for sweet Jedi Eternal content, well, you can get the content earlier than everybody else Whoa, every really? single week when it comes out um, up to two to three days in advance. And depending on what's released even earlier than that, um, so you get early access. So that's a cool thing right there. In case you have a, a different schedule and you really want to get your, uh, you know, hear our thoughts on certain things before it comes out, whatever. That's uh, obviously an opportunity for you. Yeah. And I do want to say we are going to be doing um, weekly episodes of Jedi Eternal again. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, we always go back to a weekly schedule when when new shows are going on. Right. right. So with that being said, we'll be uh, reviewing each episode. And if you do subscribe. Subscribe uh, to our Patreon. That means you'll be getting the episode most likely on Thursdays, which is the mm-hmm. day after uh, the episodes are releasing. Mm-hmm. Which means you can, you know, watch it Wednesday night after you're home from work or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you'll be able to listen by Thursday evening. Listen to our thoughts mm-hmm. and our review on it, 
instead of having to wait all the way until Saturday when it's kind of old news at that point. Exactly. So that's, a, that's a good reason to subscribe. But that's not the only reason. That's not all, no, folks. No, but that's not all. And that's not all. And, <laughs> it, you know, honestly, if you like Jedi Eternal for uh, not just the fact that it's Star Wars, right, but you like it because maybe, just maybe, there's two little blokes over here that are, you know, kind of entertaining, I suppose. Uh, we just like to, we just like to think right? that we uh, are at we some points here and there. We yeah. entertain each other, if nothing well, else. Yeah, yeah, I entertain myself, yeah. Um, I'm the funniest person I know. Um, anyway, but if you think there is some the sort of... the funniest person I know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> your, no. mo- your mom is the first. All right, now too far. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Your mom's hilarious. <laughs> but if you think there is any sort of redeemable qualities to us, um, we actually have a Patreon-only dedicated podcast called And Other Stuff. So we talk about Star Wars on Jedi Eternal, right? But on on and other stuff we talk about any other stuff right so we talk about any topic we've talked about many different things and we're not going to harp on that because of course uh we've talked about many times what we've uh, just any type of uh nerdy geeky we have a lot of fun on it we have a lot of fun we can be a little more just loose and fun on it and that library is growing so at this point you have multiple hours of content so even if you wanted to just join on for five dollars for one month yeah to just kind of catch up on what we've done so far seven or eight hours several hours that you can listen to yeah so. so boom that's a that's a big reason right there and then last but not least if you do like this show and want to support it of course that reason alone but you also get to be a part of this show and you get to become what we like to call a producer and uh, anyone who subscribes to our patreon becomes a producer of the show and you know we get to you are the first line of defense here so to speak right whenever we have a decision we need to make we're going to come to you hey what do you guys think what do you want us to do do you like this do you not like this etc and if you have any suggestions you could always feel free to bring them forward even without any sort of poll or anything on our end but if that interests you at all you can become a patron and become a producer of jedi eternal and other stuff for only five dollars a month and last but not least one little perk if this uh, appeals to you whatsoever is that we like to shout you out every single podcast episode so drew who is our patron and producers yes we have jb josh and birkinshaw we have tara bolin Grace and David Gill, Alex Mason, Jay Camdar, and Jenna Evans. So th- nice. A huge thank you to our Patreon producers. You all mean the world to us. I love you. <laughs> I love you more. Sort of. Eh, I don't know. Debatable. No, I love them more. <clears throat> so anyway, so let's go ahead and move on to our main stuff here we're gonna get into jedi Eternal. Yeah. We, talk, we give our, our promos and stuff but let's go ahead and get into what you came here for. yeah now most of you probably skipped all of that and you're just now getting if you're just if you've skipped until you noticed we were done talking about uh our promotion stuff all right. join our patreon for five dollars <laughs> 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 oh, we got you. <laughs> no, okay. But uh, so, first thing we're going to talk about here in our news is uh, we're going to talk about the Star Wars announcements that came out of D23. Yes. Uh, because our last podcast episode was literally, we recorded it right before uh, D23. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we, we just barely missed it. And so most of you who are avid Star Wars fans have already probably heard most of this stuff, but we do want to yeah. discuss it a little bit. Um, and, and so you guys can hear our thoughts on it. And, and I do have some thoughts here. So mm-hmm. the first thing that they did, they did talk about Andor. Um, of course we now we're watching Andor. So we'll be talking more about that as, as we get into it. Um, they did show a, a, a trailer there. 
Um, the next thing they had John Favreau and Dave Filoni come out and they talked about Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Now, we discussed a lot um, in the in the past month or two, um, leading into D twenty three, that we really expected a couple things here for yeah. Ahsoka: a trailer and and uh, some casting news. Right, mm-hmm. because we're still waiting to figure out who, who is playing Ezra, who is playing Thrawn. Big questions like that of characters we know are somehow involved with this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got no casting news at all. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they didn't even show a trailer. And here's what's crazy about that: they showed a trailer at Celebration. I was there. I yeah, watched I know. it. They have it. it is I out watched there, you know? a trailer. Why in the world? <laughs> Did they not show this at D23? I am, right. I have no idea. It is, truly, it is really bizarre. It's I mean, very, honestly, very it is bizarre. really weird. It's like they had something. They could have showed the exact same thing. And yeah, they, they wouldn't have put any more work into it than they already had. Yeah, you know? well, and they didn't. They didn't show it. So I don't know. I thought that was really strange. They didn't show anything other than they just talked about it, and they showed one shot of, uh, it was like like the back of Sabine <laughs> looking at the, you know, that, like, uh, the big art piece they have of all the Rebels characters, you know, from... Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what season it was, but anyways, uh, it's like her looking at that. So that's cool and all, but but there is a there is a very short teaser trailer out there that they just didn't show. So super weird. Uh, but that's not that's not where the weirdness of this whole right. panel ends. Uh, it continues. So they didn't show anything there. Um, but moving on. Oh oh, something else that was interesting mm-hmm. about that is the day before, the day before this panel came out a rumor of who would be playing Ezra Bridger. Yeah, yeah. So then Hollywood Reporter says basically, yeah, this is the person. And when Hollywood Reporter says that, you can pretty much guarantee that it's probably it's, it, it's probably know. pretty accurate. Like they they that's that's a really good source. Mm-hmm. So so then me alongside lots of other uh Star Wars people who are following all this stuff constantly right. go, "Oh, well, we're definitely getting this announcement tomorrow. <laughs> right. And no. Then, nope, nothing. No, nothing <laughs> yeah. at all. Nothing at all. So anyways, and we're actually going to talk a little bit more about that casting uh, for Ezra Bridger when we get to our rumor section. Yes. We are keeping that in our rumors because um, it, it it it's not completely solid yet. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So then they, uh, they talked about the second season of The Bad Batch. Uh, we did finally get um, an official release date for this mm-hmm. you know originally it was going to be in september but then we never heard like an right. official date right well they have moved it and they've moved it to january 4th yeah it will consist of 16 episodes and the premiere will feature two episodes and then it will be weekly afterward um yeah i think this was the best choice they could have made for this series yeah um, having this in competition with Andrew. And <laughs> Andrew. Cassie and Amber. Cassie and Andrew. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. Hate it. Uh, Hate it. <laughs> um, having that in competition with Andor just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think. Yeah, I mean, even for both of them, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. There's some people who have no clue really what Andor is, but like you know, maybe the younger audience, and they're like, oh, I really like Bad Batch. Yeah, uh, you know, whatever. Um, you know, so I'm not gonna watch it. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it, I just think, yeah, it was definitely a better decision to move that along for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we saw Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Um, it consists of six stories focusing on Count Dooku, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. It will show them at various points in their lives. 
um, and it will premiere on October 26th. Yeah. Now, so, oh, good. No, go ahead. I was gonna say it's just an interesting. You know, I, trust me, I'm I love this. I'm super stoked about this. It's just interesting that they would have chose those two characters. You know, Dooku and Ahsoka. Because um, I, I I do think that I think especially for Dooku, I think that he is a fan favorite. That there's just not a lot out there. You know, of course you got Dooku Jedi Lost, and um, you even have some of Master Apprentice in terms of books. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have much about him in terms of like television and and movies and things of nature, other than just the, the things we have seen in, in popular media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be cool to see some different, I guess, it'll be background cool. lore for him. You know? Yeah, you're gonna see a young uh, Dooku with with uh Qui-Gon Jinn as his apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um so that'll be interesting to see, but also I think it's definitely so there was a panel for this at Celebration mm. and they talked about how it's going to be very very dark. Really? Dave Filoni talked about it multiple times about how interesting. like going to get into some really heavy dark stuff. <laughs> Um, and he was specifically talking about the Qui-Gon episode or not, sorry, not Qui-Gon, the, the Dooku episodes, uh, primarily. But, um, so he was basically like, you know, strap in, like it's going to be, it's going to get dark. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, so they showed the trailer that they showed there. So there is a trailer. If you have not seen it yet, you can go watch that. There is a trailer. Um, and, and so, uh, I seen that trailer at Celebration. However, what they didn't show there that I got to see a celebration is I actually got to watch the first episode. Oh, really? I, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen the first episode of this series. Yeah. Um, now, which, was it an Ahsoka or was it a Dooku? It's Ahsoka. And it's not dark at all. Yeah. But he, he basically said like this, he's like, this one's kind of cute and light. He's like, but don't expect that for the rest of the <laughs> And then they all die. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and this isn't really uh, any kind of like spoiler because you see it in the trailer, but um, the first episode focuses on Ahsoka as a literal baby. She's a, like <laughs> yeah. a little baby. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is, is, it's cool. And so, and, and both Ahsoka and in, um, and in Dooku, you're going to see them in different points of their right, life. Right. So you see Ahsoka as a baby and then you see Ahsoka as an apprentice again, like at the temple. Um, which I assume we'll get like Anakin and Obi Wan and, yeah. and everybody in that. And then she's a baby and again. Then... Really not sure why <laughs> that is, but just getting this. Sure. And then the third episode, it appears that it's going to take place after Clone Wars. Mm, so, yeah. um, so that could be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then with Dooku, it appears that you you see him, you know, as as a, a throughout different stages of him as a Jedi. Yeah. Uh, which I assume we'll really see kind of the turn, right? Of yeah. How yeah. That happens. Yeah. And, and yeah. So for sure. I think that could be really interesting as well. Yeah. And so just for clarification, there are three episodes for Ahsoka and there's three episodes for Dooku. So there'll be kind of a nice even split there uh, for that. So. Right. And, and the other thing about this that I have not said yet is that they will all premiere on October 26th. Oh, okay. So the entire yeah. series, just whole things dropping. Yeah. yeah. Now, Granted, these are not, these are short episodes. These are not like, these are not 30 minute episodes each. Yeah. I think yeah. they're, I think they're more along the lines of like maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. Maybe so 20. I'm not, I mean, I didn't time it when I was basically there the average it. Mandalorian season one episode. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I know it was like it was like it was season one. Yeah, <laughs> it was, some of those were baffling. It was yeah, genuinely, genuinely. Um, but yeah, so it's going to. Um, they're all going to release, so it won't. It won't take you that long to sit down and watch all of them. 
Um, and I assume, you know, you and me are probably going to do that. And then sure. we'll, of course, talk about it. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, but then, last but not least, they showed us the uh, Mandalorian Season 3. And they showed the trailer there. Now, what I will say is that trailer um, was very, very, very similar to what I saw at Celebration. But mm-hmm. there was some differences. Um, Which is an interesting choice. Interesting yeah, choice. Yeah, mainly just in the, like the order that they showed stuff in was different. Mm-hmm. Um, it, again, a lot of the shots were the same. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't know if that they showed, I don't know that they showed anything new. Um, I would have to, I mean, I'd have to go back and watch it again, but yeah. Um, but anyways, it, I mean, it looks good. I don't know what else is, I mean, you know, the, the big thing in that trailer is that we do see, you know, Bo Katan is, looks like she's pretty mad she's like yeah she's i like did out see revenge. that yeah. almost like maybe she's kind of the villain yeah i can see that being like like, like, like a, a side vi- like a like a controversy type thing not the villain but like she's like the like it's uh, like i think they're gonna i supporting think they're trying antagonist. to make her out as to look like the villain but probably won't actually end up being yeah yeah i don't know we'll see um but then of course we are going to uh be returning to mandalore and so that was kind of the big reveal of the trailer is that you're gonna you're going to see Mandalore again. Of course, it looks much different now than it used to in the Clone Wars. Um, but exciting stuff. And they did yeah. say February of 2023. Nice. Or actually, no, they didn't. Actually, no, I don't they say no. Not. They just Sorry. said they just they did said, not uh, say that. Mark that from the record. However, it is rumored to be February yeah, 2023. Just says, it's just streaming 2023. So that's all. Yeah. It, all it said. Yeah. Now, uh, did we want to mention this? But. Uh, that the skeleton crew, they did have like a short little tidbit there. They did have crew. a short thing with, with skeleton crew. Uh, again, kind of baffling because you have cast you could have shown, you have different stuff, but mm-hmm. instead all they did was like, they had, what's his name? Um, I don't remember what the guy's name is, the main actor. He's a popular actor. Yeah, he's a popular actor, and they had him come out, and they showed, like, one picture of him. <laughs> just, it like, was just smirking, like, and you're like, yeah, oh, that's, that's what we get? Okay. It's like, that's all you can show us? Which, clearly, I mean, you look at the picture, clearly, they're on set, they have they're all the costumes. Like, you can't provide anything more than just And we know there's, like, a whole group of kids in this series, right, yeah, that yeah. are actually going to be, like, the main cast. And it's like, <laughs> you couldn't have told us about some of them, or... I don't know, I thought that was really... Again, kind of weird. And then, and then the, here's the last thing that I'll say. And I know we're spending some time on this, but there's a lot of you know stuff to talk about. But here's the the last thing I'll say about D23 that really shocked me was that again, no acolyte, nothing. Yeah, that is is hilarious. That even after nothing, all of this time, nothing about the acolyte, and it, that gets that worries me a little bit because um, I. I think I've said before, but like I really want the acolyte to happen. I mm. really want this show oh, yeah. that's set during the High Republic to happen. Like I love the High Republic. I've made that very well known on here that um, I'm a huge fan of the High Republic at this point, and I want to see a series, especially focusing on yeah. the dark side. Oh yeah, I think yeah. man, there's so much potential there. Yeah, there's and I there's see, so much that can be done, and I want to see it come to life. And here's the thing. And we're gonna get we'll get to this a little bit, but there there is casting news going on for the acolyte. That is so true. Why are they yeah. not talking about the acolyte? I don't know. There, I don't know. I don't know. I think when we hear about it, either it's gonna completely just be like remain a mystery, or we're gonna find something out relatively soon. You know, in I feel like maybe not like a bunch about the show, but like there's a reason why. I feel like there's got to be a reason why we've heard anything that or. 
like I said, there's absolutely no reason, and I don't know. There's you, no in between. You just never know with Star Wars. Seriously, they, you genuinely just don't know. They they don't like to to be too open about what's going on. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, that is the truth. So, so uh, if you do want to check before we move, on, I just say if you do want to check those out again and just kind of read it for yourself, you can go back to uh, our uh, post that was made on September 10th, and that was the live update post that Drew did. So you can always check that out for. Uh, all the links and everything that was yeah, dropped. I, I put all the trailers on there, and I discussed everything as it was going. So there's a lot of information yes. there if you want to yes. check it out. Okay, so uh, the next news piece for this week is that Disney officially abandons the next Star Wars movie. So as we had discussed on a prior episode, and this was a little while back, they had kind of released a, not a full roadmap uh, like we have gotten in the past, but they did release some things showing that there was going to be a staggered approach to the movies in which one year would be Star Wars, the next year would be Avatar, right. next year would be Star Wars, next year would be Avatar. <clears throat> and as it sat, we were supposed, in, 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 if I'm not mistaken, we were supposed to get a movie in 2023 for Star Wars, right? Uh, a movie or an Avatar movie in 2024, and then a Star Wars movie in 2025. And Drew's going to get more into this. Well, it was it was a uh, Avatar movie in 2023. Oh, and then oh. Star Wars movie 2024. Okay, I got those mixed up. Yes, yes right. Yes, yes. I, no, no, no. I don't know. I, 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 I honestly figured this out before we. No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. I messed that up. I messed that up. It was a. Star Wars movie 2023. Yeah, that's what I thought. Avatar yeah. 2024. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, I was right. Okay. Now, the, the point is, so regardless, right, we were supposed to be seeing another Star Wars next year. either next year or the year after, but yes, next year, right? So all of a sudden, and again, Drew's going to have more details on this, but all of a sudden they say, no, this is not going to happen anymore, and we're going to get our Avatar movie, but the next Star Wars movie you're going to get, you bunch of plebeians, is only going to be in 2025. <laughs> And uh, that's pretty disheartening. I mean, that's three years from now, folks, before we see another Star Wars movie. That would make a total of six years since we saw the last movie. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, so, you know, we had heard, oh, this has been a while back, but we had heard there was some, some issues going on with the Rogue Squadron, which that was mm -hmm. the movie that they had said, this is what's coming out, uh, this is the next Star Wars movie, and and then we had seen... Um, Disney on their release calendar had a Star Wars movie set for uh, twenty December twenty second, twenty twenty three. So the assumption was that was the Rogue Squadron slot. Yeah, yeah. And then we started to hear there's like, oh well, Rogue Squadron is having some some <clears throat> some issues. We yeah. don't know if it's yeah. actually going to come out. And uh, and then. We've since then discussed, okay, well, what movie can take its place? Because on the mm -hmm. release calendar, they still had that December 22, uh, 2023 slot for a Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. However, now that has been officially removed from their release calendar. And that's how we know that no longer is there a Star Wars movie. The next Star Wars movie um, is, is showing on the release calendar... In December 2025 now. And so this is this is pretty upsetting for me because mm -hmm. and, and, and and when we look at Rogue Squadron, which I know some people were super excited for that, some mm -hmm. didn't care. Um 
I here's the thing. Rogue Squadron has either been delayed. It definitely seems to have either been delayed <laughs> indefinitely or right. aban- abandoned entirely. Right. Um, I'm right now leaning more towards they abandoned it mm. because I've not heard anything new about this. Yeah, I mean, not time. even rumors, nothing, um, right? I mean, right. And so I'm thinking they've maybe just abandoned it. But, um, but as far as the the release date goes of a Star Wars movie, that's a long time. It is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, you know that we're talking a lot of years in between then that potentially we're only going to be getting Star Wars TV shows. Mm-hmm. Now, I do want to say just because they don't have it on the counter doesn't necessarily mean they're not going to surprise us with a movie right. before then. Right. I mean, that could still change. They could still say, you know what, actually, let's throw one in in 2024. They could do that. But here's the issue. Avatars in 2024. Mm-hmm. So I, I still don't think that they want Avatar and Star Wars to be um fighting yeah. for that for the, for that attention and they're not going to want to do a Star Wars movie anywhere but December because that's like the prime slot they right. like that's right. the you know they they the only the biggest movies usually of like uh especially that Disney does they they do them right there in that holiday slot because a lot of people go and see a movie during the holidays right um where you know they tried the summer slot yeah, and they'll probably never do it again because Solo didn't do so hot when when it uh, came out over the summer. <laughs> right. So right, and it's, it's it's a shame because it's so funny when something bombs, and really the sad part is that it really didn't bomb, but because it got really bad ratings and it became became a meme for a while that it was bad or whatever. Like like they have literally re-strategize how they operate because yeah. of that one instance it's just so funny i know it's kind yeah. of off topic but but it is it's hilarious yeah and so um so yeah we're gonna be without for a while and 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 i hope uh you know we talked about uh well actually we're going to talk about it sorry we'll get we'll get to it i'll i'll leave it for now I'll leave it at that for the moment. We'll we'll jump into the next <laughs> news story, um, and, but we'll, I have a little bit more to say. But yeah. we'll, get, we'll get there. So our next story is that uh, actually talking about the acolyte, yeah. the Russian doll actor Charlie Barnett is in talks to join the latest Star Wars series. Um, this we are getting uh, because again of Hollywood Reporter. Um, so some may be familiar with, and, and, and here's the thing with this that I think is. Uh, makes sense is Leslie Headland is the showrunner. She's actually, she's showrunning, writing and directing for the acolyte last we've heard. And, uh, Charlie or, and she was also the showrunner, um, for, uh, Russian doll. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense. Yes, Charlie hey. Burnett coming in on this a lot yeah. of times, a director or showrunner, um, when they have we'll, good relationships. We'll have a good relationship their, with an actor. Actors they want to bring yeah. him in for this next thing. So, so that isn't surprising to me whatsoever. Right. Um, and the uh, the Rus- Russian Doll is is considered to be a pretty um, high tier show. So, again, and we we mentioned this earlier, but here we are talking about Acolyte, talking about castings for Acolyte. Mm-hmm. But yet, we're still not getting any kind of right. real no confirmation actual for definitive this. movement. So at this here. point, you know yeah. they've they have 
they have said they're getting uh, Lee Jung Jae, which was we talked about that on our last episode, mm-hmm. uh, which he was from Squid Game. Uh, Jody Turner Smith, Manny Jacinto, which he's from The Good Place, mm-hmm. which is a good show. Um, so all these characters who have who are now um, and, and 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 another thing is you know a lot of them have like an Asian background, so I think that mm-hmm. is interesting to note. Yeah, um, because I I wonder kind of how that plays maybe it doesn't play into it but you yeah. have to think it, it, there's some sort of setting that they're trying to go for you have to think it, that it, it they are clearly either this is all of like all these characters are family yeah or they're saying, coming like some from sort of direction they're trying to go yeah, yeah so i think that is interesting to note um and i i'm still so curious to right where we're going with this series how right. all that's going to play into it but yeah that's really all we have on that for now truth yeah So let's go ahead and move on to our final news piece for this week. And that is Asmodee and Z-Man Games launch a new Star Wars The Clone Wars, a pandemic system board game. If you can say that the first try, (laughs) give yourself a pat on the back. Because when I first heard it the first four times, I didn't know Andrew was speaking English. But yes, so uh, this especially harkens to the heart of old Andrew here. He is a board game fanatic. Um, but if any I of you love a good board game, board heads over out there, <laughs> y'all board heads yeah. out there, uh, uh, you know, if, you, if this might be something you're interested in. Um, honestly, I I don't know much about it. Drew, tell me tell me about what this is. So, there's a very popular board game called Pandemic, and Pandemic is 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 about yeah, that. Kind of reminds me of that 2020 tragedy, <laughs> global tragedy. Global tragedy. <laughs> it's so the board game is about um the the spread of a pandemic of course and then you're trying to like prevent it and so um it's it's a great board game but that board game has grown into a uh, lots of expansions and then they've also done what they call pandemic legacy which is like whole seasons of this board game me like me and my dad have played through yeah um multiple seasons of this board game at this point and mm-hmm. um, it's really cool and so now it's like this was literally made for me <laughs> that they have now taken yeah. the the pandemic board game that I already enjoy and love and they are combining it with Star Wars. Hey, I mean, you know, hey, I mean, that's awesome. You know, th- and then not only that, the box has like Obi-Wan Kenobi, like front and center, like they, <laughs> like, they literally made come this on. thing they, for they me. Made it for- <laughs> it's such a it's such a niche market, but they really nailed it on the head, you know. Yeah. And so, um, you know, they're you're gonna have characters in this that you know, like Rex, Padme, R two D two, Obi Wan, Yoda, Mace Windu, Ayla Sakura, Anakin Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. You're gonna have uh, the dark side characters: Count Dooku, Maul, General Grievous, Asajj Ventress. They're all going to be um, villains, and and so um, you're gonna be trying to to uh, stop. The villains, of course, as you're playing the the good characters, and so again, it's going to utilize a lot of what Pandemic mm-hmm. already is. So if you're familiar with Pandemic, you'll kind of understand probably uh, the 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 path they're going to take with this. But it's a definitely a deep cut. But and I highly doubt that they would do this. But what would be very cool from Legends if they brought in Project Blackwing, which was uh, you know obviously one of uh, Plapatine's, uh, you know, Plapatine's. research into immortality and uh, basically created like these like zombies, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. you know, pandemic, whatever, right? Uh, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Kind of interesting, but not Yeah, I, I don't think, I think, <laughs> uh, I think what they're going for here is more just like the, 
it's the pandemic system, but it won't actually have anything to do with the pandemic. Well, that's just a waste just of time. Like a, I think it's just like the war. This yeah, is more, yeah. Um, Makes sense. Um, but uh, I'm gonna. I'm basically. I'm gonna open this up because I'm totally gonna get it. Yeah. I'm gonna open it up. I'm gonna take out the Obi Wan Kenobi, <laughs> and I'm gonna l- keep that one with me out of the box Naturally. because no one else is allowed to ever. Yeah, play no. One, like even when I'm not home, <laughs> even and when this I'm not game home. is being played, I'm not yes. even there. You no. cannot have you this cannot, piece. You cannot. You cannot touch my Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> it's like you know. Character. It's like whenever like a basketball player like like you know retires and they like yeah. gra- or they retire his jersey with them. Like uh-huh. no one can ever play with that jersey. No yeah. one can ever no one play can have... with this character. Okay. Right. Exactly. No ever so ever ever so, anyways very excited about that uh who know maybe maybe we'll tr- maybe you and me can play it sometime maybe yeah. we'll maybe yeah. we'll stream us playing Oof. this game yeah <laughs> i don't know I, it takes me about uh 45 hours to understand most board games instructions so we'll, we'll see if well we would have to figure out how to play first nah, yeah and then we would <laughs> That just because I figured out doesn't mean I'm gonna end up playing it right. I still, I still have like I still have like 20 board games over here on my wall that I want you to play with me. So clearly, I'm not as much of a board gamer as I Andrew. Really, is. I don't really care if you're not a board head or not. A board. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> That's you, sticking. That that is sticking. Right? You got to become head. one. Um. Yeah, I know. So anyway, uh, clearly, I'm not as excited about this as Drew is, <laughs> but it definitely sounds interesting to to say the least. I think you would so, like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Would. It. It's Star Wars, so I like it. If it's got wars and stars in it, I don't like it. There's, a, there's some kind of war in the stars. One of them, Is that one of them Star Wars? Intergalactic battles. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go, go <laughs> All ahead, right, go so ahead. we're gonna we're gonna move on to our rumors. And the first rumor we're gonna talk about is kind of going. We've already mentioned this, but we're gonna be talking about uh, the live action Ezra and Ahsoka. That this came out the day before D twenty three. The Hollywood Reporter. I actually mentioned it um, that the live action Ezra would be played by, and I'm going to get this wrong. Iman Esfandi. Esfandi. And uh, if you go and look up a picture from him, if you go and look up a picture of him, uh, again, I encourage you to go do that right now. Iman Esfandi. I mean, he's a beautiful man. He, honestly, <laughs> he would make a very great Ezra. He Bridgman. looks a lot like him. I mean, seriously, uh, he, he really, really does. does. He, he, I mean. It's pretty impressive, honestly. Like he could totally pull off being as oh easily, yeah. And and so, I think that this makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney or the Hollywood Reporter has has talked about it, but um, since then, we have not gotten anything else. We've got no no confirmation. It was actually uh, it was interesting. Um, Aladdin's uh, Mina Masoud, who who had who had been rumored for a long time to be playing him, he finally came out when this started going around. He came out and was like, "Oh, I'm glad this is out, so I can basically say I'm not being casted as Ezra Bridger." Right. Yeah. And so for him to have the whatever to to come out and say that at this point does make you think. This is most likely the case, mm-hmm. but there's still just some kind of. Uh, yeah. I don't feel comfortable the, saying this it's is like officially yeah, news. This yeah. is official just yet. Which I mean, even j- just by appearances, I'm glad because, like, you know, he, Iman or whatever his mm-hmm. name is, he looks he looks way better suited to play than than uh, uh, Mina. So. Yeah, no. Again, I didn't know this guy, but like when you see a picture of him, you're like, oh, yeah, that's like, totally that's, Ezra Bridger. That's Ezra Bridger. And of course, yeah. I don't know how he acts or anything, but just yeah. appearance wise, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, like, yeah. Honestly, this is definitely him. Good. That's a good selection. Yeah. <laughs> 
they did a they did a mocap for this guy for the character. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so anyway, we'll see we'll see more about that hopefully in the future. So our second rumor for this week is that Pedro Pascal, the man himself, reignites the Mandalorian movie possibilities. So uh, about a year or two ago. We had this huge uh, cornucopia of 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 you know rumored things that were supposed to come out that were related to to uh, Mandalorian. They're talking about you know like the comic books. They had uh, a book series that they were going to do. They had the movies they were going to do, and like several of these things got dropped. Unfortunately, thus far the movie being included. Um, uh, so according to this rumor, Pedro Pascal kind of reignites maybe some of those thoughts that the movie is possible. Yeah, so um, basically, uh, Fandango was was interviewing Rick, uh, which is one of the directors, and Pedro, and they asked whether there was going to be a Mando movie, mm-hmm. and Rick responded with, "I don't know anything about that." Um, he said he thought the he thought it was a a good question, a good idea maybe, but he doesn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And Pedro then butts in and responds, I'll answer for him. Yes, he wants to. And that's a great idea. And if it isn't a conversation already, then it will be after today. And like I said, there are a bunch of filthy liars right here. So this could literally liars. be in production. We wouldn't there, even yeah, know. Yeah, there's so. such, you can't take any of any of this really for anything. Uh, but yeah. I did want to put this in, in here today. Uh, first of all, because it was said, and I, but it, it creates a good conversation piece because, mm-hmm. um, as we've just talked about in our news, we don't have a movie coming up for Star Wars. We don't even know what the next Star Wars movie looks like. We have no right. idea what's going to be. We know right. again. We know there's multiple different projects that have been talked about. You know, with uh, Taika Waititi and and uh, Ryan Johnson and uh, Rogue Squadron, if it still is a thing. <laughs> right. But like none of these are, we have nothing solid for any of these. Mm-hmm. And so this then makes me, this is what I bring to the table here. If we're going to have multiple years of just more Disney TV or mm-hmm. Star Wars TV. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean that... By the time 2025 comes around, could we get to the point where the the Mandoverse has reached its climax to where we then go to um, what I've been talking about as the heir to the empire, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I think, again, this event series that they, they're leading up to. Well, couldn't that event series actually end up just being a movie that kind of closes yeah, sure. it out? Yeah, like one I mean, big last hurrah one type last thing. You know? hurrah that, and, and and I honestly, I'd call it Star Wars: Heir to the Empire. That's what I would yeah, call it. Well, of course, you would. <laughs> I think it would. I think it would be perfect. Yeah, you got, you're not you got, some Disney exec though that doesn't care about lore. So, <laughs> yeah. but you got like Thrawn. You got you know you and, and it's it's a whole new retelling of a of an old classic legend story. Of course, right? It'd be very different than the original. Yeah, yeah. But it still like has that you know but you just know right that like it, where it's stemming from yeah exactly. and so in 2025 after a couple more years of star wars tv content do you think it lines up to where potentially the next movie we get is the closing out of of what we've seen so far in the mandovers i mean if we're on track for that though i mean that's three years from now and we got to think that we got 
we have Mandalorian season three, and then we have the Ahsoka series. And it's like, other than those two things, I I, I can't think of anything officially announced, and, and I don't see how that's going to last three years. Well, we have Skeleton Crew, which is part of the Mandoverse. Oh, okay. As well. Yeah. And then true. you have to assume potentially another season of Book of Boba Fett is maybe possible. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea. Probably not but, a good idea, um, but, you know. Well, in the Soka series, too, I mean, we don't know if that's necessarily going to only have one right, season. Well, exactly. Right? So, And so it kind of depends on that, right? And how many more seasons exactly. of Mando do they want to do? And it's up in the air. I mean, obviously, we're going to have a better idea as we go through season another three, question but... is just because we have this event series doesn't necessarily mean that any of those shows have to end. It would only mean sure. it's yeah. concluding the current storyline. Story and it could move on to something but else. But they technically... You know? could have that in a movie and then there could still be more Mandalorian. You know, yeah, there's nothing yeah, saying, I don't think that's maybe the best route to take. I think right. a show like the Mandalorian needs to have a, have a, a definitive, a definitive ending. Because yeah. you don't want to fatigue a good thing. You know what I'm right. saying? Which Disney is notorious for doing. But, um, but yeah, you don't want to overdo your, overstay your welcome, so to speak, you know? Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I think the Mandalorian... You know, I, I think they got to be careful about how long they let it go for before they do new things. And um, and so, yeah, it's just there's a lot of questions there, a lot of things to think about. But I just kind of wanted to bring that up. And, and if you guys have opinions, please let us know what you think yeah. and, and what your thoughts are on this. Because, uh, again, right now in Star Wars, there's a lot of like uh, a lot of stuff in the up in the air. We don't have a lot of answers right now for the future of Star Wars other than uh, we do um, you know we do have a, a pretty consistent line of, of things releasing for us right now correct because yeah. when Andor ends or actually sorry before even before Andor even ends we will get Tales of the Jedi released uh, yeah, that will point. actually release before Andor is over yeah and then and then once that comes through Bad and Batch then season we'll, 2 right well or just something before that yeah, so then it'll be like, a, you know, a month to two months where during the hall over the holidays where there won't be anything, mm -hmm. and then and then we'll get um, just after the new year we'll get the Bad Batch, and I would say Shortly not long after, after yeah. the Bad Batch is over, we'll get Mandalorian season yeah. three. So we're gonna yeah. have a pretty steady Star right. Wars release. Uh, and and, and, and the holiday season break is pretty typical. I mean, we, we, we're not too unfamiliar with that. And we've been doing this for a few years now. And we've kind of noticed that as a trend for sure. So, yeah. so yeah, definitely not like a dead space. I mean, it is dead space, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like unintentional. Like, I think they're doing that on purpose. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we do have, like I said, a pretty steady pace of things that's coming along. And of course, in the next year, we have... Uh, well, I think Ahsoka series is coming out next year, correct? Not gonna be wrong on that. I want to say that's correct. No, you're you're right. Um, they've not. I don't think they've said when next year. Right. Um, yeah. But you know, I I feel like it's. I lean towards probably the the fall slot. Most likely, yeah. You know, like kind of uh, maybe where Andor's hitting right now, even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe a little later. Yeah, uh, maybe more like usually when Mando comes comes out in the past few years, mm -hmm. uh, something like that. But um, 
that's what I'm leaning towards. Now, you assume there'll be something for for uh, summer next year, but I don't really know what that'll be. Right. But there's usually, I mean, I, I know we still have Star Wars Visions season two that will True. be sometime. Yeah. Maybe that'll hit during the summer. Um. Yeah, and then and then I would say, I would guess Skeleton Crew doesn't come till 2024 at this point. Yeah. If I was most guessing, likely. since they can't even show us anything. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, we got some stuff coming for sure. I mean, and again, as it usually goes, the closer we get to a dead space, we're going to start trickling in more things. We're going to hear yeah. more, and uh, we're going to drop a few more announcements and and most likely keep this pace going. But the thing is, is and I don't want to go too long on this, but, but it opens up to another discussion topic, is like, at some point, we're going to, st- I mean, if not already there, get a TV show fatigue, where we're just like, oh my gosh, you know, um, this is just, it was just the same format over and over and over and over. We really want to break it up, you know? And, um, I mean, we've been going for a, a good several years now. I mean, going on for like three years, uh, for these Disney plus shows and <laughs> foreseeably we're going to have three more years of this, you know? So you, well, yeah, I mean, you know, the last movie happened before we started our podcast. Yeah, that is true. And so... You know, our podcast is has only been around since we've only been getting TV shows and the, and going right. to continue to just <laughs> we're still not going to have a movie under our belt, so to speak, yeah, uh, yeah. as as Star Wars podcasters until a long time. And so we're not true casters until, we're not true casters until <laughs> we get a movie under our belt. But uh, no, it's 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 very interesting, and 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 it and there is that worry, right? Of like, will we get burnt out on on Star Wars television? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, like there's something, there is truly something special about getting your friends together and oh, yeah. going to the theater, yeah, and and having that cinematic two two and a half hour experience. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Here's the thing: uh, as we have unfortunately for probably some of you very vocally stated thus far is that we're not a big fan of the sequel trilogy, especially eight and nine, but you know what? I'm not going to sit here and act like it wasn't a great time. Oh yeah. We you had, know what I'm saying? We like, had a blast in the it moment. Was a, right? It was so fun. Um, and again, it really, what really benefits it is the bombastic, a nature of going seeing an action movie in the theater, the loud, uh, the loud speakers, you know, the rumbling of the bass, you know, seeing this huge, massive screen. It just really sucks you into that universe, whatever you're watching. And so regardless of whether the story was the best or not, the, the experience was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, man, coupling that experience with a really good, well-written Star Wars story, man, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> Hopefully that comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, too, too uh, you know, hopeful for it. But, you know, hey, I'm keeping my, my uh, excitedness open. I don't know what I'm trying to say. but <laughs> Well, let's, uh, let's go to our, our final rumor here, and that is that Andor Season 2 likely won't release before 2024. Uh, this is what Tony Gilroy suggested. That's probably when the next season will happen. Basically, you know, he said that, uh, you know, this is Andor's been the, the biggest and longest um, project he's ever done. Yeah. And and he he expects that uh, the second season will will take, you know, probably just as long. Um, yeah, he did. He did say they're going to start shooting in November, but it is going to to be a long process. 
Which, so, you know, no spoilers, obviously, but, I mean, if you've seen, even even just, like, the trailers and stuff of the show, I mean, um, you know, regardless of the story or whatever, I mean, it's going to take a long time just because the the, the production level, you know, um, you know, they do a lot of on-scene shootings, you know, yeah. which is different from when we see Mandalorian and, and, and different shows like that, which is the, uh, I keep forgetting what it's thinking called, the... Um, <sighs> Every time I I forget what it's called that production um, set. Um, oh, the uh, blank. Uh, <laughs> why why oh, the volume? The volume. We I do it too every time. I, yeah, it's so uh, fun. Anyway, long story short, you know because of that, it's clearly going to take longer because they have to mm-hmm. go to different sets and they have to have the right weather conditions and they all this different stuff. So clearly, right. that's that's why we're probably seeing it take so long. And you assume. The second season's probably going to be even bigger and more bombastic than yeah. the first. Yeah, exactly. So, you know that that that's probably going to increase a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think though, I think you know, two years is is of course a long time. I think. Yeah. I think it'll it makes sense. Um, I think it makes sense. It'll it'll work out to where that'll come out probably fall twenty twenty four, and uh, people will be ready for it by then, right? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, for sure. So, looking forward to that. But let's yeah. let's go ahead and jump on. We still have a lot of stuff we want to do here, so we're gonna move <laughs> we need, into. We need to move on after forty two minutes. You know? Move into our um, <laughs> upcoming releases, and uh, we got some some interesting stuff coming up. So September twenty eighth, we have Doctor Afra issue number twenty four. Han Solo and Chewbacca issue number six. Of course, both both of those are comic books. October fourth, we have our first novel for the High Republic Phase Two. So it's just around the corner. By the time, uh, or well, let me see. That's let me pull out my calendar real quick so I can look at this. Um, that'll be um, on a Tuesday. So. Also, we have on the 28th of of September, I guess, we'll have Andor episode uh, four. So, and then going into October, that four, October 4th will be the High Republic Path of Deceit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that. Um, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but as a young adult novel, however, it's going to be the start of phase two. Mm, yeah. Where in phase one, it was always the adult novels were the, the start. <laughs> right. Um, they're, they're, they're kicking it off with this young adult novel. So, and also just, just to interject on that, that note, you know, this is a discussion that we had, uh, in a prior episode a while back is that, you know, in phase one, right. Um, it was very clear that the adult novels were the story yeah, and that the young adult novels and the, the, whatever the younger version of even that's called junior novels yeah um that they were they were purely supplementary you know yeah um but what's interesting is now you're like well you know is this going to end up being this first young adult novel Mm -hmm. is this going to be pertinent to the story because if because why wouldn't it be why would they start off the whole phase with something that's only supplementary so uh, yeah, it's it's definitely kind of confusing because all of a sudden they've changed their format, right, of how they're <laughs> yeah. releasing these. And and that does beg the question. And I think, I assume by the time I read Path of Deceit, um, I'll know probably mm-hmm. more of like, oh, this was definitely 
this is it. This is, mm-hmm. but then it does beg the question of, well, what's that mean for the adult novel? Is it, is yeah. it now just going to be a sub? Is it like more important or? <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see where that goes. And I will say uh, next, next week, I'm I'm used to our two week schedule, so right. next uh, next week I will be talking about that again coming out. But you know, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm giving you guys two weeks notice in case you want to go pre order it because yeah. um, I I do encourage all of you that want to to jump on board with with the High Republic and and oh, follow yeah. us along on this journey uh, because the first phase was excellent. The phase two, as a loser who doesn't even read, I really enjoyed it. I read yeah, all you read all three all three adult novels. <laughs> yeah, right? so, yeah. Um, so you know. We're hoping for good things here, but only yeah. time will tell. Yeah, only time will tell. So now we're going to go ahead and move into our uh, community discussion uh, section of our podcast, where uh, it's one of our favorite things, where we reach out every time we have a podcast, we post a question on our Facebook, and we allow each and every one of you who want to, to answer that question, and we're going to discuss it live on air. So this week, I uh, I didn't I usually have a little more engaging topic, you know, something that's kind of fun to talk about and kind of grabs people's attention. But this one, because we're going into this new phase, or let me phrase this, kind of going back to our old ways of having the weekly um, uh, episodes because a new show's coming out. I wanted mm-hmm. to have a question that directly talks to that, and uh, like I said, because we're coming into it you know, before the bulk of the shows here. So the question was, is that now that the first three episodes of Andor have been released, what are your thoughts? And then secondarily, moving forward, what will the show have to do to become or and or stay relevant and not become, quote unquote, just another filler show? So what is it going to have to do to stand out on its own and be remembered as something that that, that was enjoyable to watch? I'll go back. It's not just something to, to supplement the story that we already have. So... Uh, let's see here. So Ethan Stewart says, first of all, in terms of the part of the first question, he, uh, I, we asked about how you enjoy it. And he says, absolutely loved it. Really looking forward to the rest of the series and how it progresses. And then JB came in and said that he actually has not seen it yet, but he's uh, preparing to watch it hopefully today or tomorrow. And so I asked him, I said, Hey, well, if you haven't watched it, obviously we can't have your thoughts on it yet. But again, what do you think? I mean, uh, how do you think the show or what do you think the show will need to do or become to make it relevant? Um, since we already know the ending, right? Mm-hmm. So JB has a, a big answer here. That's good stuff. He says, I really want this to work. I think Andor needs to delve into, quote, real-life situations. What I mean by that is basically no heroes as such, but normal everyday people having to live with the Empire and shy away from more well-known characters in the universe. A dictatorship, so to speak. How it affects their life, how suddenly war affects jobs, living, schools, and things. Uh, really long-winded, <laughs> sorry, no, no problem at all, we love it, JB, uh, but how they all come together, as we know, to form the rebellion. I suppose I'm what I'm, or what I'm trying to say is it needs to be dark, gritty, and most of all, get me hooked. P.S. I'm really excited to see if Saul's character shows him to be unhinged, uh, doing anything he has to to win. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, that, that luckily I think JB that's what we're going to get and uh, and and so I know that was their intention in watching the first episode. so let's go ahead and say this I asked this so we could kind of just meld this with our main topic the main topic being kind of just the discussion of the first three episodes our thoughts on the series of where it needs to go and what it needs to be and uh, how we liked uh, the first three episodes so let's just jump right into it so let's spoilers it. and just, everything yeah. right and and I'm super excited to. Uh... <clears throat> discuss this with you because yes uh, we've not really talked about this no. other than um you did express 
uh, a little bit of uh, what would be the word? Criticism. Criticism. I, a little bit of criticism you know, towards slight it. Slight dissatisfaction, maybe. Which is I why know. I called him the critic uh, at the beginning of the. Of the Make me so. sound so harsh, but <laughs> you know. So, so basically, yeah, JB, I mean, at the end of the day, this is what they have expressed that they want to do. They want to have this show that's different, this show that's more gritty and dark and and go even further into real-life situations, real-life people than even Rogue One or Mandalorian or any of them that has. And um, <clears throat> so I'm just going to jump just jump into it, right? I, I mean, you know, uh, I'll be honest with you, the show thus far has done exactly that. I mean, they're doing exactly what they've wanted to dive really deep into the real life situation right um you know and, and this is where i want to like i don't know how to, i don't want to say tiptoe the line because i'm not afraid to say something but i'm want to say is like i'm not so far on one side of like not liking it or so far on the other side of really liking it right so i'm kind of like seeing it from both sides and i coming into it had uh i thought it was going to be actually really cool right i thought you know, going into this with a mindset of this is going to be dark, it's going to be gritty, it's going to be, again, real life situations dealing with people who are not these demigod heroes, you know, like uh, galactic demigod heroes that we've all seen, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's just regular day people. And and to me, that, that did appeal to me, but I will say that... <sighs> I think I had an idea of how that was going to come about, but I think the execution, which, which, which again, we're only, we only were seeing the first three episodes, but then again, at the same time, that is still 90 minutes over an hour of content. And secondarily, it's also a quarter of the entire show. So, right. but the execution thus far for me has not necessarily been what I loved. Now, let me let me preface. Let's say some good things first, right? First of all, the show is beautiful. Like the production clearly yeah. is top notch. Oh yeah. Like they they did on site shooting. Um, they spent a lot of time. Obviously, they spent a lot of time making this show because uh, we heard about it before Mandalorian was ever even announced, and we're already well past season two of Mandalorian. So, um, they've been working on this for a while. It looks great. And, uh, and, you know, I, obviously they, they recast, I can't remember his name as Andor and they have some other characters that, that seem to be pretty good. Um, again, I don't remember his name. The other guy who's assisting Andor, uh, who's the seller or I guess more like the buyer for that, uh, that tracker chip that he's selling. He's also a really popular actor and, and I really like his character so far, even though he can't pronounce Andor. Cassian's name, right? Cassian, Cassian Andor. 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 I'm like, dude, it's just Andor. I don't care if you have an accent. It's just Andor. Okay. <laughs> but again, I, I have a lot of thoughts and I don't want to get too deep on it. So I'm saying like, I don't really like dislike it, but I haven't really loved it yet. And after watching all three episodes, I think my opinion got a little bit better on it after I watched the third episode um, compared to when I had just watched the first two on uh, Wednesday. Um, so anyway, I, I have a lot to say, but I, before I dive into what I'm going to say, obviously, what are your thoughts thus far? Well, uh, I would... So, it's beautiful. The show is absolutely mm -hmm. stunning, um, and, and the cinematography is just... Is just top notch. Oh yeah, and I'll go as far to, as to say that even like the acting and the the writing, really, uh, everything as far as that goes, I really think is just like incredible, incredibly high quality. Yeah. Um, just 
it really is just top notch. Um, and really, I don't know that we've gotten it to this level in Star Wars yet. Mm-hmm. Um, this this level of of acting quality and mm-hmm. and just everything just feels just like it's done really oh, yeah. really. Oh well. yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Now, what I will say is, as far as the plot goes so far, um, you know, Episode one and two was a lot of build up. Okay, a lot of yes. setting the, yeah. the 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 setting up uh, the background for all these characters and setting up. It's a lot of setup, mm-hmm. and you know, in three we start to finally see some some uh, action. Mm-hmm. But basically, these and I'm, and I'm so glad they released all of these in one, <laughs> right? Uh, because right. one through three absolutely should be considered one, like the initial like like intro arc. Type yeah, thing, it's, right? it's like, an intro. It is definitely an intro arc. Yeah, and and really, I don't think we've really seen much of anything of what the show truly is just yet. Sure, we've we're seeing kind of the setup for what this series is, right? Which of course we kind of already know. Is, we already know the end result at least. We know right? he is he's headed to becoming part of the rebellion. That's right. why he he's left with this guy who's clearly part of the rebellion, right? And he's going to now get thrown into that world, which is whole completely different than and and I liked. I'm kind of like jumping way forward, but I yeah. liked at the end of the third episode where they, he's, it's showing him as a child, showing him as an adult. That was pretty, like, how, like the, the, the scenes kept staggering up staggering to the point where it's like, because of it's, yeah. it's, it's him again. He's, he's experiencing the same moment again yeah. where he's leaving yeah. what he knew and heading into yeah. something completely different and, and a totally. new step in his life. And I think that's kind of what that was showing there, right? Oh, yeah. Was, totally. Was, it uh, was that. And so I thought that was really neat. Yeah. So again, I think they they're doing a lot of stuff, but but as far as the plot goes so far, nothing truly like amazed me. I wasn't like, so, yeah, I wasn't like, oh, this is just I can't get enough of this. Um, it was it was good. I mean, yeah. it kept my attention, but you know, it's not like you know, Mando, the Mandalorian is while yes can be a little cheesy can have its uh, yeah. stuff. There's so many more things that really hits for a Star Wars fan in The Mandalorian. So this was what I was, that's what I was going to interject a second ago, is that the thing is, is like even with Mandalorian, and man, I, my problem is I have so many thoughts. I'm, I'm afraid I'm I'm going to like not communicate them correctly. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, have yeah, so yeah. many things to mm-hmm. say. So the whole point of this show, again, as we've already stated, was that this is supposed to be a gritty realistic show that deals with the everyday man essentially right, right, right. in the star wars universe the thing is is that with, and again it, it, on a much on a bit less scale that was the point of mandalorian too it was trying to get away from these bright colors and 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 flashing lights it's you know so to speak of, of star wars that we know and love with lightsabers and and the force and and these 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 well-known characters and get into the more like what does the outskirts of Star Wars look like? Mm-hmm. And, I, and personally, I felt like Mando. <laughs> I'm about to get real loud. I just ring the doorbell. But uh, hold on. Well, I'm not gonna do that because it's too far away. I was gonna shut the door, but use a force. Use a force. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I haven't got my Hogwarts letter yet, or whatever. <laughs> Wait, wrong, wrong franchise. Um, no, for real though. You know, I feel like I feel like Mandalorian thus far has hit that better than Andor has because here's the thing. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? I'm human. Andrew's human. You're human. We're all this show is what? supposed to be about the everyday man. 
I'm an everyday man. I already know what my life looks like. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. I already know what my life is like. I already know the the inhibitions and intrepidations and the and the and the and the things I have to go through on an everyday struggle with. You know, obviously, thankfully, you know, to, the, to uh, I don't live under a tyrannical government, but mm-hmm. outside of of that that struggle, right? I get what it means to be an everyday man. Okay. And the problem is, is that you can get yourself in a situation that I will personally say the first three episodes of the show has gotten itself into is that you're focusing so hard on being realistic and what the everyday man is going through that it's boring. It's just boring. You know, I understand and I don't want to, I don't want to sound like too harsh of a critic because it's three episodes out of 12. I get that we're about to go and we're about to see stormtroopers. I get we're about to see starship battles. I see where I know we're about to see um, the beginnings of their, but I know we're going to see a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. but the problem is, is that the first three episodes, three episodes, it's a quarter of the whole show and it's 90 minutes over an hour of content. And it to me has not hooked me yet. Okay. On, on, on the other hand, right though, we look at Mandalorian and there was, there was, it was the outskirts. It was the fringe. It was bounty hunters. It was uh, the the lowly man. But at the same time, it yet it hooked you. It was something that you haven't experienced every day, and and, and it engaged you. I guess what I'm trying to get at. And so uh, it's interesting that so so you so you got bored in these in, within to these some degree. Episodes, yeah, some I'll degree. say especially okay. on the like I drug through on, second episode. Okay, okay. I'll be honest with you. So I I wouldn't say I ever got bored. Um, I it kept me I I kept pretty interested in 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 the episodes. But I understand I understand where you're coming from with like uh, again you know it, this is this is taking its time with its uh, with its opening and we're not really getting it getting anywhere in those th- first three episodes right like yeah um, and I totally get that but I I wouldn't necessarily go that far for me. Um, and I feel like I feel like saying I was bored. It's a little too harsh. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I I just wasn't as I just wasn't interested. Like I'm like I'm watching it, and this is it's it's a, you know it's stuff's going on. But I just I don't know. It just didn't make me want to continue watching it. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Well, it doesn't sound as any better. So I let's kind of let's kind of like go over the plot a little bit and like kind okay. of the, the structure of the episodes. Uh, and and I just want to say, the the most exciting moment for me, of this entire first three episodes the the moment that i actually you can you guys my wife i verbally was like <laughs> what i was like yes like i, I was, i'm such a nerd yeah you're gonna you're gonna just you're gonna laugh at this uh it was actually the moment at the very beginning when it says where they were at and then it shows um five bby yeah right i flipped because <laughs> yeah star wars, no, i genuinely love that the too. star wars movies and shows have like they've Straight never away acknowledged from yeah the 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 way that us super nerds yeah um, track time track time yeah. in star wars because yeah. I, I uh and braxton can attest to this i have a a a note mm. in my phone that is literally the Star Wars timeline. I yeah. update it every time I read a book or watch something <laughs> new or play a game. Yeah. I update my timeline. Yeah. And with five, and so for those of you who don't know, BBY means before the Battle of of Yavin, mm-hmm. and then uh, 
and then there's ABY, which is after the battle. So yeah. that's kind of the way that most things keep time in Star Wars for us nerds. But again, they don't ever acknowledge it. So right. when that popped up, I was, <laughs> was like, yeah, I saw oh, that too. I was, that like, was like, that was pretty cool. That, that was made really me cool. so happy. Yeah. And I hope they continue to do that. I agree. I would absolutely love yeah. for them to just embrace that. We like using it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what this was here is like, yeah, the fans use it. Let's use it too. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, go, let's just do it all in. Let's do it for yeah. every book. When you open, like, hey, I don't, so again, this is showing how nerdy I am. When I read Halo books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, yes, I know. I'm, they use BBY too, which is really weird. weird. I, read, <laughs> I read Halo books. Um, uh, but they always, like, every single chapter always shows the exact day and time yeah and i absolutely <laughs> love that i love yeah. that i love the and you year. can compare that to the, the games can, too you know yeah what I'm yeah and, and all of it so, so cool. all of it yeah. kind of slides in together and i think star wars should totally start doing that yeah. and just like let's might just well. embrace it might as well but anyways <laughs> um so you know he's on this on this planet i believe this is a, a completely new planet yeah i think so uh, what morlana one morlana one something like something. that yeah and um looking for his sister now did we know andor had a sister not yet. Did Not we, that I'm aware Did we know that Granted, I haven't previously? watched Rogue One. I haven't watched Rogue One in a while. So. Uh, maybe he mentioned him having siblings. I really don't remember. Yeah, I, don't, um, I really don't know. But but basically... It wasn't widely known. Let's just put it that Basically, way. it appears he was at a brothel. So, so oh, that's a little... This, uh, is part of my, this is part of my <laughs> thoughts here. Okay. And I, 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 know, I know we're wanting to go through the events here, but let me... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just hedging my bets here because it's like... This is something I want to talk about, and it could go for a second, but I know we're trying to get through the events here, but also I don't want to get too far past this and not hit it and not be relevant. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let me just say it. <laughs> so this was part of the reason I, I, I was just kind of like, I just don't, I just didn't, this is part, part of I didn't love about the show. Let me mm -hmm. just put it this way. So I'm not, I, I'm just going to be straight up honest. I'm not a prude, right? I don't, I don't really care about like, I'm just going to, this is getting to the PG 13 range here, but the Star Wars did it. So I have to bring it up, right? Like, I don't really mm -hmm. care about like, you know, like sex and all this stuff like that, but this has never, ever been a part of Star Wars. The most PG rating we've gotten in that sense, right? has just been some people kissing each other, but like first scene is him going to a brothel and then things of that nature. Okay, whatever. And then several scenes later, we see uh, the main girl, like his liaison, like like heavily kissing her boyfriend, goes into the bedroom, starts taking her clothes off. She took her jacket off, bro. And then the next morning, like, and again, not a prue, I don't really care, but in terms of Star Wars, like, you see her, like, full bare leg, and she's putting her pants on. Like, mm -hmm. this is Star Wars, people. Like, I think, and again, this is uh, this is my whole main point, and this is what I was kind of wanting to wrap up on, but I just have to say it now, because I know we're also, you're running out of time, too. Um, but it's like, sometimes you can focus on being realistic in the everyday man you can focus on real life everyday things so much that you get away from what star wars is guess what star wars isn't real as much as i what? as much as i loathe what? to say that star wars is not real it is a galaxy far far away a long time ago you know what i'm saying yeah um the point i'm trying to make is that and again, I'm I, I, I'm not a prude. I don't really care about the fact that you know those things. But but in Star Wars, it's just it's it's so jarring. It so takes you out of what it is to try to bring it what everyday life is like for people. That it takes away some of the core feelings and elements and things of what Star Wars are. I guess what I'm trying. I'm kind of muttering through it. Well, 
So they clearly they used things like that to show that this is intended for a more mature audience. Sure, right? like that's sure. A, I think that was what they're trying to go for, and and we and we see that in that that continuation of that scene when he leaves and and the the security officers follow him and straight up just murks this dude in the head. Well, and you know? so the one he pushes the one over or whatever and and like breaks his it, neck. Yeah, breaks apparently. his neck or something. And he's dead, right? And so, and then the other guy starts like begging for his life. <laughs> Execution and Andor style, just straight just up, just blows his head blows off. His head. Which, I mean, I, I kind of like that. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> you know, for Star Wars, that was a pretty dark moment. Uh, right? Very, yeah. Uh, especially someone especially who is not an antagonist. Seeing, yeah, seeing somebody that's 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 literally begging for their life, and then like the, our hero of this show, my hero, shoots him. The, I guess. Okay, so again, that's the whole point: is that they're trying to blur the lines of what Star Wars has said is everything's black and white. You're either good or you're evil or you're this or you're that. But, and so they're trying to blur the lines because it's not just in real life. It's not like that. But again, I think you can get so far away from what star Wars is trying so hard to focus is that now it's an espionage thievery spy show that is flavored with star Wars rather than a star Wars show that has espionage in it. That's what it feels like so far mm -hmm. for me. And I feel like if they, unless they start wrapping it back into itself a little bit, I think they can maybe get a little too far in the fringes. And again, that's in, and they get into that issue where it's it's more of like a spy espionage show that just happens to have Star Wars elements, and it, it feels less like Star Wars. I don't know. You see what I'm getting at? So yeah, I see what you're getting at. Um, and and so from there we we see uh, Cassian. He leaves, and he knows he's kind of in, in deep trouble here because he just. Uh, you know, killed two people. Yeah, like and, like especially these like guards too. I mean, yeah, and and so he you know attempts to hide his involvement by um, convincing you know different people to cover for him, mm -hmm. and 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 we we get introduced to uh, B two emo, which <laughs> B two emo. It's pretty funny, but I'm too emo. Uh, but they just call him B the droid, and I absolutely love this droid. Yeah, it's a good droid. The droid yeah. is just fantastic. Like I'm I'm a big fan of of B two emo for sure. Uh, really great. You can never be um, too emo. But then you know he's Cassian has his friend Bix, um, and clearly they've had some kind of like relationship. Yeah, right? you can tell there's something there. And, yeah. Well, actually, and B actually uh, mentions it at one point. At one point in the because they're. Uh, his his adopted mother, or whatever, is yeah. is mentioning all of his ex girlfriends. Oh like, yeah, saying them by name, yeah. and yeah. then and then uh, B goes, <laughs> and then B like says Bix or something. It's, yeah, it's a really funny moment. I'm making it sound stupid, but um, <laughs> it's a better moment than yeah, he's leading yeah, on. Yeah, 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 it's a lot <laughs> better kidding. than the way I'm describing <laughs> it right now. Uh, but anyways, so he's he's trying to. Uh, acquire a Starpath unit, um, which is an Imperial navigation technology for uh, a black market buyer. And Bix agrees and contacts the buyer, but she's trying to hide her connection with Cassian, like from her um, mm -hmm. from her boyfriend <laughs> Tim with two M's. Just Tim. Well, if it, it, to make it Star Wars, <laughs> let's just add an extra yeah. letter to it. So let's just call him Tim, but let's add it with an extra M. I had a good laugh uh, when I saw his boy. name was Tim. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so he he find he he. He thinks something's up, which I think his initial thought is she's cheating on me. So he's like yeah, trying to like yeah. follow her around and stuff, and um, and and also we're getting flashbacks to a young Cassian where they uh, his name was Cassa, 
Mm-hmm. And um, and he's like with this tribe of kids, and it, they uh, it doesn't. We never really, at least not yet, have figured out wh- how they end up there. Why there's just like a tribe of kids? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with no, no they're all by themselves. Anything. Well, so we do know that it does mention. I think either in episode two or three that this planet had a severe mining disaster and it killed like basically everybody. So. I guess maybe to my understanding is that most of the adults were killed off and that I guess maybe these kids somehow survived. That's what I'm, I guess is alluding to, but I don't know. That's why you don't see adults there. Yeah. So, so, so we're seeing that. And then Tim, he's still suspicious. So he, he reports Cassian to the security. Um, and I'm kind of just skipping through stuff, but I just yeah. kind of yeah. hitting the, the highlights. Yeah. Hitting yeah. The highlights. And B2B Mo informs Cassian um, of the warrant, and that's when she goes into a panic, and that's when she's mentioning all the people, like, who have you said, who have you told <laughs> yeah, this to? And that's, yeah, and that, it's a pretty intense moment, yeah. yes. And and so Cassian, you know, he's trying to leave the planet, and, and Bix, um, and that's when we get Luthen, which is Cassian Ander. Um, <laughs> Cassian Ander. He's, he travels there <laughs> to obtain Starpath unit. Well, now, and let me ask you this. Do you think... I don't think he ever truly was there to get the Starpath unit. I mean, and that was like a yeah. bonus. But I think his entire plan from the get-go was to get Andor. He wants Andor oh, yeah. for the rebellion, right? Oh, like easy. that's what actually you can tell it because again, because he started asking him question, "How did you get it? Why, like, where were you at? Like, because yeah. he was less interested about." And, the and you find out Starpath he actually knows a lot about Andor before yeah. he ever oh, yeah. even came to. Yeah. So yeah. So you could, I think, we can comfortably say that he was there. Now, for him. Yeah. going back into flashbacks, um, what was? What was going on? So they they see this 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 ship crash, right? Mm-hmm. And so they go. Now the ship itself had a, had a Republic symbol on it. Okay, yep. had a Republic symbol on it outside, uh, like like on the ship. Mm-hmm. However, when they they start seeing the people that were on the ship, mm-hmm. they have separatist logos. On their see, outfits. actually, I didn't notice that. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. So clearly it's like hijacked. That's kind of what it's like alluding to. Yeah. So now his his mother or adopted mother, whatever you want to call it, I don't know what her name is right now. Yeah. Marva? Mar- Marva? Marble? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> she, um, Marvin? she mentions at one point about the Republic soldiers and like Republic soldiers attacked or something. Mm-hmm. But what it appears to me is that it was actually separatists that were on yeah. the ship. Yeah. And the separatists were the ones that were shooting the the um at the children and everything yeah i mean like um, what what but, republic guy would just be tripping but they looked like weird kid. right well i think they were poison i think that's part of it right mm-hmm. that's why they crashed is because like the whatever they're this gas that they were mining mm-hmm. leaked out into the ship and they're turned yellow because they got affected by this gas i think that's what gotcha insinuating at least okay so um so yeah it, it it appeared to be a republic ship but it appeared to me to be separatists that were actually on board now yeah. i could be wrong if someone has something different about that let me know but that's the way i took it um but uh but yeah so they, there's like one that's still alive and and he he shoots like the, what appeared to be like their leader of the kids yeah and so they all yeah. freak out and they all just I mean, they they shoot just like a billion him, like blow yeah. darts at yeah. this guy. <laughs> He's Dude's got, got like, shish kebobbed over here, yeah. like, like acupuncture, like so many of them. Um, and with deadly consequences. <laughs> and so uh, going back uh, into with with um, Cassian, we see um, Andrew. 
Well, so we see this this one dude. I don't remember what his name is, but he was like the guy at the security place. He had talked to his his boss about this, about the two people that had been oh yeah, yeah, yeah killed, yeah, and, yeah, and basically yeah. he said write it off as an accident. It's not cover it yeah, up. It's just, yeah, it's not worth, it's not worth going it. into yeah. it. Into it, just leave it alone. But he's he's a hardliner. You can yeah, tell. Yeah, but he he's like, no, I can't let this go. So he yeah. he he grabs a team and they're and they're going to look for him because uh, Tim reported it, so they know where to look for Cassian. So they're they they go they head there to look for him, and uh, and then we got we got my dude that's built like Buzz Lightyear going running around and. <laughs> So true, so true. <laughs> That's all I could. I don't know why. But Buzz Lightyear on, like... a, on a on the after years. <laughs> yeah. it, all I could think about is just run around. My those dudes built like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Here to save the day. Um. Anyways, so they they go and they they're looking and so they raid his mom's home and and question her about Cassian. She refuses anything and and then he's he does a transmission to B two emo. And uh, that's how they pinpoint where he's at. And, of course, like, the townsfolk are kind of going crazy. You know, yeah. like, what are you doing in there? Like, leave yeah. her alone and stuff. Well, and, and what's an interesting thing is, again, like, it, it just, like, it shows how everyone sort of, like, doesn't like each other, but they're all kind of, like, interconnected with each other, like, right. kind of, like, scamming and skimming and trying to get mm-hmm. away with things to just get extra money. Like, it's interesting, like, the whole town. They definitely have, like, a small town vibe to them where yeah. they all know, you know, Everybody they all know knows each other. Each other and, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so they they go into lockdown, and they have like the ringing bells across the city to signal uh, for everyone to to follow suit there. Mm-hmm. And then Cassian and Rail they meet in that abandoned factory, and and basically this is where where he tries to persuade him to join the Rebel Alliance. You know, he didn't call it that, I don't believe. Right. But, but we yeah. know that's what's going on. And. Um, and basically, then, as they're having that conversation, the security officers are starting to surround the building. Yeah. And and also, this is where Tim, um, or well, I guess they they get Bix right, and they've like beat mm-hmm. up on her a little bit. And Tim, Tim sees it, and Tim gets upset, and they kill Tim. <laughs> yeah. And right in front of her, and then she's like, "Oh no, he's dead." Yeah. <laughs> all that. <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. <laughs> and it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's too bad too bad for tim yeah well tim's um, a snitch so he's a narc so he deserved it it's so. like clearly they they got to kill off tim though so that that bix and and cassian can have their Andrew, romantic yeah. relationship yeah um however <laughs> it, it can't i assume it can't turn out too great for bix because bix no longer in the picture we uh, don't know when, yeah uh, by the time of rogue one so well what i'm assuming yeah i'm, I'm and, like and, nice. and he and he gives uh uh, what's her uh, What's her face? A big old smooch at the end of that movie. Let's well, say whoever. Well, I'm saying. <laughs> well, oh, I'm thinking of something completely different. Never, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. It, yeah, Jen Erso. Jen Erso, thank you. Yeah, yeah they so, got a big old smooch there at the end. So yeah, he, he's moved on. He's totally. moved on for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, they they end up having uh, a fight there, and he's and they trying to get the the box thing because they left it yeah. out in the middle, yeah. and and of course uh, the the other guy he's like, just leave it, he's like, like just leave it, you know, like, and and so they do. I think I don't think they I don't think well he, he kept gets going it. back, but like he can't. Like I think it gets like finally crushed he, by one of those things. Yeah, finally I think he just gives up and, and heads back the other way. Yeah, and they escape, and then that's when all the like gears and stuff start falling everywhere. And yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, um, cool scene. 
and let's see what else happens. Then I think after that, they go they go back to Marva's house, and that's where they corner the security officer. And oh well, actually, there was a cool moment before that when when she says you when you should you should really be afraid when the when the noise stops or whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then after just a little bit later it stops and everybody's everything like quiet and you can like, see oh. on his face he's like oh yeah. no yeah and i thought that was kind of a neat moment yeah that was um, that was cool and then uh i don't remember what else happens let's see they they have the <laughs> our music played again it happens to us every single time that genuinely like startled me <laughs> he jumped so big <laughs> anyway oh so then so him and Cassian they they go off right and they explode the the fake speeder as a distraction so it's like goes through and they blow it up and they're all excited and then they and then they drive off on a different speeder and then they yeah, blow up the good. one that was, that pretty, was pretty, pretty cool I like that yeah um, well, so what's interesting is as this kind of progresses and this goes on, like they're freaking out. So they're kind of like breaking formation and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so this captain who is that hardliner that we were talking about, yeah. he's kind of like, you know, like hold up in this little building and they, you know, out of like kind of the shadows, like casting appears with like a gun to his head. And he's like, you know, uh, tell me, I can't, well, he's asking for uh, where the ship was, I think, or what was it? Uh, what was he asking? Oh, no, how many people? How many people yeah, yeah, are yeah. with you and yeah. stuff like that? Long story short, what's interesting, and this is kind of what I want to point out was interesting, is as we know, the rebellion grows, and we see it in in the early stages of, of uh, you know, the original trilogy as this very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, uh, like very good like a benevolent like a benevolent organization who's just mm-hmm. trying to fight the empire and you know and 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 we have uh a lot of these figureheads that are very fair and very kind and stuff you know what i'm saying and they're the good guys they're the clear good guys but what's funny is at the very start of the rebellion like it's like scrap like you do what you have to do and i love that uh the older guy but whatever his name is he's like shoot him kill him just do it yeah <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah like he's a part uh-huh. of the rebellion he's like, kill him now kill him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh so anyway it, it was kind of interesting to see that like over time like they realize at some point they're gonna have to realize like unless we want to be like the empire we're gonna have to you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh change our ways and be be what we need the world to be I, i'm getting off on a tangent but. yeah well so i agree with you but however i don't necessarily know that's the path they're going to take because I think that what they're sh- they're showing through the, this series is that the the rebellion it it took the rebellion doing some pretty dark stuff to get it to where right where yeah. then you did have the heroes uh, yeah. who you know Luke Skywalker and Leia who were truly just genuinely good people mm-hmm. but it took some questionable people that got <laughs> yeah. to get them to that stage yeah. which I don't necessarily know that I agree with that's how they should tell the story or not but I think that's kind of where they're headed because the reason I say that is because we see in Rogue One the first scene with Andor he he murders somebody there too yeah oh yeah when he after he questions uh that was a, that was kind of a shock back when you watch that because yeah. he, he he's talking to somebody for information or something that and is then true. he just shoots yeah. him and kills him right there yeah and then goes on and I remember that being kind of like a whoa. I about that yeah so so you know that that doesn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. change as far as as that goes but yeah um but also um, in the flashback part, we see Marva and and her husband there, which they seem to be scavengers of some kind or something. Um, uh, yeah, that's what clearly. It yeah, like. there's they're, they're at they, least they're ransacking. This they ship. discover <laughs> Akasa and they they sedate him and bring them with him. So 
and they they did so because they were set well they claimed they were fearing repercussions from the republic should they find him at the crash site Mm -hmm. and so that's where we it kind of leaves us off at is is andor headed to you know um in two different stages of his life um heading into kind of new horizons Mm -hmm. now i think where this leaves us is one thing one of the big plots i think of this is going to be what happened to his sister because you know as we know he at the beginning of the first episode he was mm. he was searching for his sister so all this time it appears he's been looking for his sister and the sister whole reason is all this problem came about is because of right. that search and right? so you imagine that's going to continue to be a big plot point and you do have to wonder how in the end how is he okay with it like how is he okay with it with her his his adopted mother or whatever you want to call her yeah. being okay with her taking him and leaving yeah. his sister behind and then never seeing her again like you would think there'd be more resentment there could be and I, I think it might even move like i don't know i'm thinking it might even move from there it's like at some point like he's like i think there's going to be a moment where he has to give up his search for his sister and that personal part of his life and give himself to the rebellion mm, like okay. so you, you know don't think he's going to find his sister i don't i don't th- it's either it's either that or it's going to be some kind of like moot thing where like it, it, he finds her, like he finds out where she is, and he fights, and it becomes nothing because she dies, or or she's already dead. I I just don't think there's gonna be a good resolution to that. You know what I'm saying? Personally, sure. Yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I could totally see where like she died a long time ago, or but yeah. he seemed to have had a, a some kind of trail he was on because there True. was like a name yeah. that a yeah. specific name that he was asking worked at that brothel. Right. Right. So. But yeah, I think ultimately what it's going to end up just boiling down to is that he's going to have to give up this very personal yeah. thing for or maybe him. she's joined the empire you know, or, or there's something where he could be with her, but he has to like, realize, am I going to do this thing for myself? Something or has going to completely to... sell him out to the Republic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or to the rebellion. He has to, <laughs> yeah. he has to be sold out to the rebellion in some way. Something has to happen for him to, to fully yeah. be, be on board. Yeah. For that. And it'll be interesting to see what that takes or how easy that is for him to do mm. based on what we, uh, what and 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 how he gets introduced to this and who who's a part of this so far? I mean, we know Mon, yeah. Mon, Mon Mothma is going to be a part of it to an extent. I still think we're totally getting Bell at some point in this. Oh, I mean, I it just doesn't. It some would of those totally makes some of those heavy hitters, right? Yeah. And here's the thing: I know that this show has talked over and over again about how they're not. They don't care about Easter eggs. They don't care about <laughs> fan yeah. service. They say all that stuff. Yeah. But here's the thing someone that's heavily involved in this at this point would be Ahsoka. She Very was true. considered the, the uh, uh, um, spy, but whatever it's called. Yeah, they had a name for her. Oh my gosh. What was the name? I swear, it's like, guys, it's because we have terrible memories yeah. and we're getting old. It's not yeah, because yeah. we don't know this stuff. Um, she had a specific name. Uh, it's like used. Syndicate, but it's not Syndicate. Uh, something um, along the lines. Anyway. It's going to bother me until I find But it. also, something else to think about here. Throughout this, around this time period, the all the characters from Rebels were doing their Fulcrum. thing. Fulcrum, yes. Yeah, anyway. All the characters of Rebels were doing their thing. So true. You know, yeah. if you were gonna see Hera before she's in Ahsoka, you could see Hera in this. You know, That's again, true. do I think they're doing any of that? Probably not. Probably but not. Yeah. But I, I think maybe a, a quick appearance from Hera or something would be really cool and a way to tie in because she was so involved in the in the birth of the rebellion. So yeah. I agree. Um. Anyways. That's that's I think all we really have to say at this point. Yeah. Um, I as I time remain, would allow anyway. <laughs> I yeah I remain very positive. Um, I think there's you know we still have 
nine episodes of this show left. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more to see. Um, I remain very positive based off of of the quality that we're getting. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the big question for me is, will the plot really grip me? Will it get to a point where I am just so invested in this story? Because right now, kind of, I and I feel like you're kind of on the same page with me, it's like, well, the plot itself isn't necessarily the greatest thing to you or me. Um, you know, we love Jedi. We love the the fantasy elements. Yeah. The yeah, and this is definitely more like this is more like. Um, um, so let me let me say this real quick. So let me say this in, in conjunction with what you're saying. Okay. Me, as you'll as you'll see from what we said in previous episodes is that Drew and I really didn't care about this show. Not in a negative way. It's just that we didn't have a big amount of interest but we're gonna watch it because it's star wars right that's kind of our mantra at least for this show is that we don't really care about it you know whatever if it didn't come out it didn't come out whatever but now that it is out it mm-hmm. looks good and we're gonna watch it because of star wars and this kind of heart and i can't speak for you i'm just speaking for myself in this moment but that's what kind of harkened back to one of my original points was that I just don't, it doesn't feel like Star Wars to me. And there's some choices and some directions and things that they're going that just pulls me out of Star Wars. So I'm only watching it because it's Star Wars. And now that they're pulling it outside of what I feel is Star Wars and that and that feeling and those directions and things like that, like, why do I want to watch it? Now, I am remaining optimistic. I, I think, again, as we hit some see some of these bigger characters, as we start to see some classic Star Wars um, settings and things of that nature. I think it's going to help pull that back in a little bit, but I still think the direction yeah. style is what's going to really dictate what in, in the story is really going to dictate whether I find this to be a worthwhile yeah. show. And it, it, and it is really crazy to think that the, the amount of recognizable star Wars things so far in the show are very minimal. Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, I, I, there's no sign of much of anything Imperial. Yeah. You don't even see yeah. a stormtrooper, which is like kind of crazy. And, and here's the thing. And the funny thing is that like they're, they're trying to do that on purpose. I think they're right, trying right. to do that on purpose, yeah, but yeah. I'm sorry, but guess what? The end of the day, it's still a Star Wars show and I'm watching it. The only reason I'm even giving this a time of day is because it's Star Wars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't care about Andor story, but I do love Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care for another espionage show personally. Well, and yeah. And here's the thing for me. You know, I don't really care about Andor either. We've said many times the character of Andor, he was he was fine in Rogue One, but he yeah. wasn't even he was my a favorite character. character. I'm sorry. Um, you know? But I think and I hope that they're using him more as a tool right. to to show us more about the birth of the rebellion. And really that's I what I hope is the exactly. story of this. And then this and next quote unquote arc is really transitioning into transitioning that. into yeah. that. And, and and using him as our our um, access into that, right? Exactly. We're viewing yeah. the birth of the rebellion through this character, but really in the end, that's what the story is, and not necessarily just focusing just on Andor. And I yeah, think that I is where we're headed, even though the show is called Andor. But yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah, I I I remain positive, and you know, mm-hmm. again, we're gonna be coming back every week to yeah, talk about each true. episode. So you know, stick around with us. Let us know your thoughts. Um, even if you, uh, you know, after you listen to this, we would we would love for you to to message us or comment yeah, your thoughts on this episode because we want to know what you guys are thinking as well, not yeah. just what what we think. Yeah, I'm saying here's the thing: like maybe and we want to hear about all opinions. Maybe you absolutely adore the show and like this yeah. is the best thing I ever watched. 
Tell me I'm wrong, and that's fine. Tell me, you know, oh, you know what? You're not even right enough because I hate this show. <laughs> or you're like, maybe I, I agree with you. I, I remain optimistic, it's, but there's things I don't like about it. You I know? think it's. I think it, this is the first time we've truly been not on the same page. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm I think definitely, we're on a similar page, but I'm more of on the downward trend, I yeah, think. Yeah, and you know? I, I think I'm more positive. I remain more positive about the show as far yeah. as uh i there's a lot that i do like about it yeah it's just the plot so far isn't necessarily gripped me but i think you're headed more towards you may not end up liking this show yeah uh, it, so it's funny depending. this is so like one we'll of the see. first times i think we were starting to differ a little bit but yeah because there's not a lot i do like about the show we'll far. see we'll see where it goes so well, let's Episode see four. We'll see. yeah let's see. i'm let's excited see. to see how this next little quote-unquote arc uh yeah because us. i think uh it's gonna dictate yeah, what I our think, feelings are, both of us. You know? Right. I think there's a good chance maybe like Mon Mothma will be introduced in this next one. And it really that we... cements like, oh, this is Star Wars. I really, I'm starting to like it again, you know, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to be petty, but whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going on for a while, but let's go ahead and end this up for this podcast uh, episode. We just want to thank everybody so, so, so much for your continued support towards this podcast. Thank you so much for following along with us, listening to us, and engaging with us online. Uh, we absolutely look forward to hearing from you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear uh, you know, your thoughts on these our episodes, uh, thoughts on uh, the state of Star Wars today, whatever it may be. We want to hear from you. Uh, if you just want to reach out and just talk to us and have fun, we don't have to do anything you know, podcast-wise. We just like to hear from you. But... If you would be so kind, please like and follow us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, and uh, different places like that. And uh, for especially on our Facebook and Instagram, we try our best to do weekly news and discussions and polls and memes and uh, try to do things like that. Sometimes it's a little drier. Sometimes it's a little uh, juicier. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know. I, I don't know why I chose that word. But anyway, but we have some fun over on our social media and uh and again, the more you guys engage with us, that's more that's going to pull us into uh, and engaging ourselves. We would love to hear from you. But like us and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you could leave us a review, we would be very appreciative for that. But we thank you so much for listening. And uh, we would ask that you would join us next week for another episode uh, of this podcast. Again, we usually on our two-week basis, but we're going to back to you next week for another episode. Oh, yeah. But last but not least... May the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Tournament. We would be honored if you would join us.